Hello and welcome to episode 75 of the Beyond the Self podcast. I am your host, Africa, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for coming back to spend time with me, or maybe you are joining me for the first time. I really do appreciate you taking your time, giving me your attention, and hanging out with me so we can just explore some things. Um, This is a place where we focus on what we can control. I know that there's a sense of hopelessness in the world right now. And to be very honest, there always will be. There always, always will be. And something that I want to do here is I don't want us to deny reality. That is not what we do. And at the same time, I want you to look at the areas of your life where you are in the driver's seat. Okay. And if I can use myself in any way and be useful to you, if I can impart my wisdom, my own experiences, my intellectual property, anything that I'm learning that I think could be useful for you, then this is where I share it. And sometimes I also just want to get on the mic and riff out loud so that I I can just have a personal documentation of where I was in my life. And this episode is going to be one of those. The I don't know exactly what I'm going to title this one, but where my mind and heart is at right now is let people fucking help you. Let people help you. And I'm going to read you some words that I wrote, which didn't exactly inspire this conversation, but they were me sharing publicly some things that have been coming up because I've been thinking about this topic for a while. And over the weekend, at the time of recording this, it is Thursday. On Saturday, I was part of a very, very deep seven-hour psychedelic experience slash meditation. And there's so much from that that I'm experiencing that I'm, well, still experiencing actually, but processing more specifically. So I will share in more detail once I feel that I've really um, grounded myself in everything that I experienced because my goodness, there was so much there was so, (laughs) there was so much, okay, but one of the main things that kept coming through for me was let people help you, let people help you, allow people to help you, give yourself permission to be helped, and here's the thing, life will force you to get people's help eventually, but my thing mainly was making peace with the idea that I need help. I need other people. And this is something that I've consciously always known. Asking for help is something that I consciously do all the time because life is life and you actually can't do everything alone. But the nuance there is about the making peace with it, relishing in it, seeing it as such a beautiful thing, getting excited by it, allowing yourself to be in this energy constantly of reciprocity. So I will read you what I wrote and then I'll explore it a little bit. This will be more of a mini-sode. It's not going to be one of our longer ones, but I know that it's going to be a very potent one for most of us in the room. And if you don't need this specific message today, you will absolutely need it one day. Okay, so... The words that I wrote were, I had no idea how strong my resistance to asking for help was. 
until I had to write this book. From asking for endorsements from people I admire and needing to accept that for various reasons, some might not respond at all. Asking my agent Ivan to help me edit my proposal many, many times over the course of a year. Asking people I respect what they thought of the book title. Asking strangers and audience members to tell me what the title communicated to them. Going into bookshops weekly, I should also add, and asking staff what they thought of the title. Asking my family for their input. Asking my beautiful man to brainstorm out loud with me so that I could feel into what the subtitle was. Asking for thoughts on the cover design. Asking for support as I fought for that cover. Who knew that getting the same book cover design on both sides of the Atlantic was not the norm? Not me. (laughs) Asking you to pre-order my book. Asking for help to promote it now that the book is finished and off to print soon. Asking people two months in advance to be on stage with me to interview me about my own book, meaning that I'm also asking them to read it and to prep in more ways than one. Asking for best practice advice from other authors because I've never done this before. Asking for big name podcasts I record with to hold our episode so that it can be published alongside the book, giving it a better chance of selling enough copies to land on some bestseller list. This three-year process has taught me brave expression like nothing I've ever experienced before. It has reminded me that there is no virtue or courage in doing everything yourself or worse, claiming to. You need the collective. You need your people. You need your community. And it can be scary to admit that to ourselves, let alone the wider world. But I refuse to live this life trapped in the golden cage of hyper-independence, especially with the mission I'm on. The book that I've written for us, and it is for us, has taught me this and then some, and I know that it will do the same for you. I'm so damn proud of it, in ways I can't even explain. The third perspective is on her way, and I cannot wait to get it into your hands. Thank you for walking with me. And those were the words that I wrote, and I can feel them ringing through my heart, my being, my body, my mind, my emotions, my spiritual self, my physical self in this moment, because that lesson that I received so potently over the weekend, which is something I've been thinking about for a while now, let people help you. I finally get it. I don't just get it consciously, I I get it on all levels and I know that it's going to be a lifelong practice because it, it invites me to see myself in a way I haven't before and everything that I've listed here, this is just all in relation to my book. There's so much more as you can imagine, so much more when it comes to friends, so much more when it comes to my partner, so much more when it comes to my grief and how I've needed to be held 
so much more when it comes to me and my family. And even with strangers, it's so multi-layered, but I can feel the deep, the deepest even sense of freedom and liberation in my mind and in my body. And I, I just knew that if I am going to sit here today and I'm going to be honest about what is on my heart and what I know I need to share with you, it's this, let people help you. We make up so many stories about the, about the potential rejection and abandonment and conflict that might come from you asking someone, right? All of the stories that we make up because we don't want our ego to be bruised. And I get it. Believe me, I get it. But it is a golden cage. And that idea of the golden cage, the gilded cage, it's something we're going to be exploring very, very deeply because there's so much around that that I know is present and potent for a lot of us. But today we're focusing on the help piece, okay? That is your personal golden cage. If you are wearing the badge of hyper-independence that you can do everything yourself, no one can do it as well as you. Oh, I can't ask those people. They'll say no. They're too busy. Maybe they are too busy. Why don't you find out if that is fact or fiction? Hmm? Why don't you give someone else a chance to help you? Why don't you give someone else a chance to be in integrity? Because to me, that is the name of the game when it comes to reciprocity. And I get, I get it now in a way that I just didn't. Or rather, I only understood it from a mind level. I understood it probably quite superficially. But you're robbing someone else of the opportunity to be there for you by not asking them for help, by using prior evidence and prior data as proof that you won't get the help you need if you ask for it. And here's the thing, if you are rejected, if you are humiliated, if you are shamed, whatever the thing might be that you think will happen, if it does happen, you get to wake up and try again the next day. You get to ask different people you get to see what are the options you have. Embarrassment doesn't last forever. Shame doesn't last forever. Only if you let it last forever, then it fucking will. So many of us are getting in the way of our vision of the kind of relationships we want to have because of our inability to ask for help. Or maybe we'll do it, but we'll still be driven by that energy of fear. No, no, I refuse to live like that. I refuse to live like that. So now when I ask for help, which I absolutely will be, because guess what? The life that I want to live and the vision that I have, the mission that I'm on, the impact that I want to have in my personal and professional life, I cannot do it by myself. I need a team. And not the kind of team where I employ them and they work part-time or freelance or full-time. That's not what I need. And that's not what I mean. I mean the team that consists of you, the person listening to this, the team that consists of that stranger that says, hey, do you want me to help you with that? The team that consists of the people in your community and your audience where you ask them, hey, what do you think about this? Or can someone connect me with this person? Or is there someone in my audience that does this? The details are so different for all of us. 
But what is a through line is that resistance to asking for help and the resistance to potential rejection, which I absolutely get. It's a very, very human thing. But what are you robbing yourself of? What is it costing you to not ask for help? Those are the questions that I will leave you with. And I, I'll just let you take this in. Like I said, it's a short one, but I don't know that it needs to be so long. I really just want to leave you with this because this is what feels real in this moment. This is what feels true. And yeah, I know that it resonated with a lot of you when I shared what I read out earlier, when I shared that, so many of you were saying how much you could relate, even though you were not writing a book, you're not doing any of the things that I was mentioning. But again, the thing that was at the core of it, that fear, and I have let go of that fear and I'm declaring it now. And if it comes up again, I will just look at it and acknowledge it and let it pass and take a different action. I'm not overattached to anyone's yes, anyone's no. Of course, I know what my worldly self would prefer each time that I'm asking for something, right? Why wouldn't be asking? (laughs) But I don't want to pretend I'm in control anymore when it comes to that. I'm not in control. Not when it comes to the decision someone will make based on my ask. No, I have to let that go. And that's okay. It feels so freeing to just put it out there in the most honest way, to be sincere, which was another big thing that came for me, came through for me in my meditation. That sincerity piece. Do not be afraid to be sincere. It's that thing around, don't be afraid to be seen trying. We're so afraid for people to know that we need help. (laughs) And the thing is, when I look at all of those things that I mentioned for you, um, that I mentioned to you around my book and me going into bookstores and whatever, I wasn't suffering. I wasn't suffering. I wasn't in a state of chaos. I wasn't at rock bottom because of my inability to ask for help. No, that that was not it. I truly believe that I wouldn't be as successful as I am in what I do and even just the relationships that I have if I didn't ask for help. I know how to ask for help. That's fine. I have times when it doesn't even cross my mind to ask for help, which is something that I've been addressing for a while now because of the hyper-independence. But the thing for me was the find pleasure in asking for help. Find excitement in it. Find awe. Don't make it be that thing you cross off on your list and then it feels quite heavy. You feel quite vulnerable and you just put it out there and you're like, oh, you just say it's like a hot potato. You just get rid of it and then we'll see what happens. No, relish in it. Thank yourself for asking for help. That's the space that I'm talking about. And I know for some of us, it is absolute fear. Let's address that too within ourselves. Um, But yeah, I I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this or what comes up for for you through this little riff of mine. Um, Because there's, yeah, there's so much, there's so much. And of course, in my book, The Third Perspective, even though... I don't specifically tell you to let people help you. I take you through all of this in some of the most nuanced ways. And I can't, because all of this is ultimately about brave expression, which is why I wrote the past three years of writing this book has taught me brave expression like nothing I've ever experienced before. And it's all captured in this book. 
I can't wait for you to have it, for us to talk about it, for us to do book clubs on it, for me to join you in some of your book clubs. Um, Always know, by the way, that if you have a book club, especially if you have a bigger one, you can always invite me to come in there um, and then we can have a little chat about everything. And if you want to pre-order the book as well in bulk, send me an email, hello at africabrook.com and then I can connect you so we can see what kind of deal we can put together for you. Um, But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear back from you and to... um, yeah, to, to just see where we'll go with this, because this idea of the golden cage, you not even realizing that you're not as free as you think, but at the same time, you're also free, freer than you think. It's an idea that I'm very excited about, very excited about exploring this one. But um, okay, I am going to finish drinking my mushroom tea. I'm drinking... Can you hear it? I'm just giving it a little re-whisk. This is reishi, chaga, lion's mane, and a little bit of cordyceps. Um, Yeah, I'm going to finish having this tea and then jump into meetings and do a little bit of writing. But thank you for hanging out with me, spending time with me. As you know, you can officially pre-order my book, The Third Perspective, Brave Expression in the Age of Intolerance. This is going to be a very useful tool with everything happening in, in the world right now, both internally for us as human beings, as souls, but also externally. This is going to be a very, very important tool to have in your arsenal pre-order now and you will get it as a gift on your doorstep on publication day and again no money comes out of your account when you pre-order um but it can be a little gift to your future self and what else what else what else oh by the way for those of you that are going to pre-order and have already I have a big surprise coming for you next week on Monday and I have a few more surprises on the way so you can start accessing some of the things that we'll be diving into before we do it and I want to do some free masterclasses around it and also like a in-person event. I want to do a lot of cool things with this. I really want to do um, and I'm speaking it into fruition right now. I'm going to do some workshops in London. I want to do some workshops in the US, of course, um, really teach some of the things that I do behind the scenes because workshops are a big, big part of my work. Masterclasses are a big part of my work. Masterminds, full day masterminds, but also retreats. There's so much that we are going to be doing together. Now that I've finished writing, I can spend time with you in person, virtually. I'm so available for you and I'm very, very excited about this. Um, so I'll be sharing more details, but especially if you have done me the favor of pre-ordering the book. There are many surprises for you along the way as well. So I will keep you updated with that. All links are in the show notes. Let me know what you think and what comes up for you, just, just based on some of the things that I've explored in this episode. But I love you and I'm very grateful for your time and for your attention. As you know, I do not take any of this for granted any of it at all. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will see you in the next episode.